Okay, let's begin. Uh, the, the, uh, as it's right now, Erev Yom Kippur, the, uh, as we begin the, the holiest, the holiest day of the year, or at least it's uh, one of the holiest days. The only reason I say this cause, is because of Purim, is Yom Kippurim, is that Purim is the other half of Yom Kippur. Purim and Yom Kippur are very, very connected, even though the way we, we connect to them are very, very different, very different in our connection to Purim and Yom Kippur. But the Panemius and what goes on internally on Yom Kippur uh, is very, very similar to, to the Panemius of Purim. Uh, just to talk that out a little bit, on Purim we wear masks and we dress up. And one of the reasons that on Purim we dress up and we wear masks and we, there's an Indian of Nichnas Yain Yasasod, which a person is able to really be himself. You know, when it's dark and you're wearing a mask, you could uh, be yourself more. You're not as self-conscious. When a person is exposed, right? If a person is naked or a person is, is uh, you know, he's totally exposed, so he's not comfortable. It's, it's a natural thing for a person to be embarrassed. When a person covers himself up, right? That's why many times when a person sleeps a lot and he's under the covers, is a shot that he doesn't, he doesn't uh, feel good about himself. He doesn't want to go out there. He doesn't want to get out there because he's... He's not happy with who he is. He's not able to connect to himself. He's not able to connect to other people. He's hiding. More or less, Purim is a time where a person is able to be himself. Why? Because of the masks that we put on, and it's like dark. So therefore now I can, right, when the room's dark, people sometimes feel more comfortable to, uh, to be themselves. So what is the pshat? The pshat is that I'm able to really, really be the true me that I want to be. Yom Kippur is a similar, similar concept. The concept of Yom Kippur is the concept that I'm stripping away all of the external things that I am using in order to sort of survive in this world. It's not so much. A lot of people think that Yom Kippur is all, uh, like someone was just mentioning, oh, I mean, we were just talking about Yom Kippur. People look at Yom Kippur as they get mixed up. Yom Kippur, Tisha B'Av, I'm sad. Right? Am I supposed to be sad on Yom Kippur? Am I supposed to be um, scared on Yom Kippur? That's Rosh Hashanah. Yom Kippur is a time where a person is able to be himself. Yom Kippur is a time where a person is able to be free from his Averos. What does that mean that I'm free from my Averos? My Averos are the things that hold me back from being who I am. When a person does Averos, what happens is, what's an Avera? An Avera is, is that I am not in congruence with who I am. We're going to start off tomorrow night by saying, Ar Zarua Latzadek means, means like, uh, like in line. Uh, uh, our, we're going to start off tomorrow night. Ar zarua latzadik uliyishrei lev simcha. What does that mean? Yishrei lev simcha. Where does true happiness comes from? True happiness comes from when you are totally you. When a person does an avera, 
Avera is Malashin, that he sort of chet. Chet, they say, you know what a chet means? Chet doesn't mean a sin. We translate chet as a sin. That comes from the Christians. Sin means you have a blemish. That's not what a chet is. A chet in Tanakh means you're off. You missed the mark. You missed the mark. And Avera, what's in Avera's Malashin? Over. Right? The Gemara Psachim. You're past, you're not straight. Yashar, as we're going to start off tomorrow night, I am true to me. I'm true to myself. What happens is, um, and I, I like to hear question comments on this just to clarify, because this is the way it is. A child is true to himself. He smiles when he wants to smile. He cries when he wants to cry. He plays when he wants to play. He complains when he wants to complain. He says sometimes exactly what he wants to say. Why? Because he's just being himself. I remember with one of my kids once, I'm like, oh, it could have been even with an older one, like a 10, 11, 12-year-old. I remember saying like, oh, you know, just be you. So my dad, he looked at me like, like, what does that mean? Like, just be you. Like, what are my other options? When you're younger and before you start putting on all the masks, right, you are just you. And if that means I'm shy, then I'm shy. If that means that I'm happy, then I'm happy. If it means I'm sad, then I'm sad. You're very straight and congruent in tune to who you are. Then as a person reaches puberty and he gets a little bit older and he's older and then he builds all of these facades, these masks, Purim. He puts on all of these masks and then he comes to a point, right? What's the line? If you tell a lie enough times... It becomes the truth. Then you don't even know who you are anymore. You've lied to yourself so many times. And that's what Averas do. Averas do is it builds up so much uh, disconnect from one person to another person. From me and people. From me and God. From me and myself. So what happens is I'm not able to truly be who I want to be. Yom Kippur, the day of Yom Kippur is the day where Hashem says, I am going to strip away all of the boundaries and all of the blockages between you and me. Now between man and fellow, right? We know that Yom Kippur is not Machaper, that's why it's so important. Why does Hashem say you want to go ahead and ask your friends for forgiveness? Why, Erev Yom Kippur, why do we do that? What's the that people go over? Are you mochel me? Are you mochel me? Why? Because what, what Hashem wants to transpire on Yom Kippur is Hashem wants there to be the ability for a person to be totally done tshuva. What does tshuva, what does the word tshuva mean? Tshuva literally means to return. Who are you returning to? You're returning to one shot is I'm returning to God. But it's the same thing. I'm returning to the essence of who I am. I'm returning to myself. Why is a person happy? He's happy because like, oh, finally, I don't have to put on a show. I don't have to put on a show to God. I don't have to put on a show to my friends. I don't have to put on a show to myself. I'm able to be me. And the reason we're not able to be me is because we do things that we don't want to do. Nobody wants to do an Avera here. Nobody wants to do anything wrong against God. Nobody wants to do anything wrong against his fellow man. And no one wants to do something wrong against himself. 
We all just want to be total flow, connect to who we are, connect to God, connect to people, and just be like, this is who I am. Right? We live in a generation where everyone is very badly, I'll get to it in a second, I mean, I'll go, we're living in a generation where everyone is so badly trying to say, okay, I gotta be vulnerable. Okay, let me learn to be vulnerable. All that's doing is saying, I'm just gonna be myself. I'm just gonna be myself, right? I wanna be vulnerable, I wanna be more open. What is being open? It just says, just say how you feel. Just say what you feel, I like you. I like you, you're a nice guy. That's how I feel. You hurt my feelings. You hurt my feelings the other day when I walked by you and, and, you know, and I said hi to you and you ignored me. That hurt my feelings. That's just being me. That's how I feel. What happens is we, it builds up. It's like plaque on your teeth. It's like, it's like dirt that builds up and builds up and builds up. And then what happens is you get further away. You get further away from yourself. You get further away from God, you get further away from people, and you begin to just get in your little protection mode, and you put on all these masks. Yom Kippur is a time that a person's able to tap in to himself, he's able to tap into God, he's able to tap in to his friends, he's able to, the world of Yom Kippur is so powerful. Now what happens, the question, um, is it a clarification question? Is it a side point question? Clarification? Clarification? Or a question? Okay, yeah, so go, because I want to... If all we want to do is connect and be us, and right. then why do we ever do anything like an Avera? Right, because there's something... Good question. So that was it's actually a good segue to the next thing. So why do we not continue after Yom Kippur like that? So Arminiaco is asking, so why do we ever start doing something wrong? So first of all, there's something called uh, Yetzahara. There's something called the Yetzahara that wants us not to be who we are. That's the main goal of the Yetzahara. Does not want you to be happy with who you are. It wants you to copy somebody else. It wants you to be somebody else. Wants all of us to be somebody else. That's why people do things, right? You go to school, you sit in the classroom. We're all in the classroom, first grade. Imagine going back to first grade. Well, welcome, children. Welcome. How are you all doing? Everyone's like, yeah, my first day. Well, it's probably, let's do kindergarten. Is it even better? Welcome to kindergarten. Well, I don't know if they sit in desks like this. Welcome, we'll do first grade. First grade, here we go. How's everybody doing? And everybody, I'll be a jolly Mora. My name is Mora Yonit. Hi everyone, how are you guys? Mora! And everyone's like, yes! You have your lunch bag and you have your this and you're all excited. And then what happens slowly over the year, what happens is, oh, Shuki, hi, how are you doing? You're good. Oh, you're sitting next to Chaim. Oh, competition. Oh, and then you go out to recess and then the guys playing didn't include me in the thing. And oh my gosh, wait, but I thought when I'm at home, everyone <coughs> includes me. And I'm a class, right, which is one of the tragedies. I'm not getting into this now. This is more for a Mrs. Kishara morning conversation. The fact that there are 45 little kids in one class with one teacher who's tired, right, is a problem, right? If you had a class of 10 kids, you could separate, you could have individuality. What happens is we put everybody together and we say, sit in line. Oh, Ariako, stop. Oh, why are you sitting in an Indian thing? Please put your feet on the floor, sir. Why are you putting your hands? Everyone, hands on the desk. That's when the problems begin. 
Now again, we're not going into this more of a Mishnah conversation of what happens if you have an ADD or you're this, you're climbing the walls. Get off the walls. I'm going to take up out of the class. Now in one hour, in one minute, in one thing, what happens is I begin to steal your identity. And then what happens? I call your parents, and your parents join my my you know my clan. Yes, yes, Avram Yaakov, you got to stop sitting Indian fashion. Did you hear what Mora Yonit said? Right? So I'm saying, and then the principal. We bring in, then there's a whole clue. And then your friends, whatever it is. I don't have to go through it. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. So what happens is, is that you lose your individuality. You lose your individuality, you know, starting first grade, second grade, third grade. You could be a smart, intelligent creative. What's that line they had someone posted that once about if you have the fish? I think Albert Einstein says, if you tell a fish... To climb, to climb a tree, something like that. What is that line? There's a quote, it's on the quote. You know, it's from Albert Einstein. It's like, if you judge a fish by its ability to try climb a tree, or to fly, then what? What's the end? It'll think there's something wrong with it, right? So I'm saying, oh no, come on. You know, you're supposed to be like this. And then what happens? This is what happens for us culturally. The word should, this is why I hate the word should, right? You should be someone who's a God-fearing Jew. You should be getting up in the morning, going to all three minyanim. You should do this. And this is now, ready for this one? Now comes hell and heaven. And if you continue to sit in Indian-style fashion, you are going to hell. And then you hear from the rabbi, and you hear from your rabbin, and you hear from your parents, and you hear from shul, and you hear from your culture. Then you're like... I'm out of here. Where am I going to live? Where am I going to exist? I can't be me. But the irony is that God doesn't, God's not a monster. God doesn't want to lock you up and say, Haha, how could I get you to get, be messed up and go to hell? Man, I want you to listen to me because I'm the most powerful thing in this universe and you better listen to me. Otherwise, I will kill you. That, that's, that, that might be good for first grade, second grade, where you, where you tell someone, if you don't do this, then I'm not going to let you do that. There are, uh, you know, you can't tell a little kid when he's first grade, second grade, that, oh, you're, you have a relationship with God. They'll be like, huh? What's a relationship with anybody? So you have to say, we don't do this, and we do this. But as a person develops, and you get older, so then it's about me being me. What Hashem wants us to do in Yom Kippur. You know what the greatest tshuva, I'm going to share with you something very, very personal. I'm going to share with you something very personal that I can't believe I'm sharing. I didn't think I'd share it publicly. I guess I am. It's being recorded. I didn't think I would share it in the Silasharm. That goes out to a lot, a lot of people. So I, maybe I'll share it now that I'm sharing it now. Um, a few weeks ago, right, before Rosh Hashanah, so I was, I went away with my family um, and um, I, 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 I'm a very serious person, I think everybody knows that, and I take life, I take myself, I take Judaism, I take everything I do very, very seriously. And I was thinking of tshuva, tshuva, I gotta do tshuva in this, I even spoke about it here, I asked all my kids what tshuva, what, what I could work on myself, I asked my wife what I could, I could work on, I asked my friends, I asked different people what I could work on, I'm very open to work on myself. Tshuva, 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 tshuva. I was with my children. I was with my children, and I was bonding with my children. Uh, I went away with them uh, before Rosh Hashanah, 
um, and I and I was bonding with my children, and I I got emotional. There was an emotion that came to me. I didn't force the emotion. I was overtook, overtaken or overtook, whatever you say, with an emotion, and I started feeling that I have to cry. I had to leave the place where I was with the kids. My wife was there. My wife was like looking at me and she's like, whoa, what's going on? I literally had to turn away and I started crying like heavily and I realized that the tshuva that I have to do and the tshuva that I want to do is I want to be a better father and be more connected to my children. And it was such a deep feeling of tshuva that I wanted to change and be just me as a father, right? Now, now I would never have written down, and I would never say, okay, Rabbi Fisher, what do I have to do? Of course, I gotta be a good father, I gotta be a good husband, I gotta be a good this, I gotta be that. But when you deeply realize that that's a part of me, that I wanna be a better husband, not because I wanna be a better husband, but it's deep, I wanna be a better father. I want to be more tuned into my children. I want to be, that's more me. That's deeper and me. So the reason I'm saying that over here is that Yom Kippur, I'll get to you in a second, he did ya. Yom Kippur is not a time to just sit there and just go like, okay, al khayr, al khayr, al khayr, al khayr, al khayr. You gotta do that also. You, gotta, you know, it's good to say what Anshay Knesset Agdola told us to do. Say, yes, there's al khayr, al khayr, al khayr, al khayr, al khayr. And God, I want to, but, but where's my real, true relationship with myself? Like, what do I want to do? Who am I really? How do I really tap in to who I really am? And what's crazy is that the day of Yom Kippur is that if we were able to cut out what Yom Kippur is somehow with some, like, spiritual or some type of machine that we could cut, cut out and specimen it, and put it into a machine and smell it and touch it and look at it and say, what is Yom Kippur? Yom Kippur is filled with one thing. Strip away all things that are holding you back from being you. That's ultimate teshuva. Ultimate teshuva. What, is the, what do they say? Mikvah. What's a mikvah? What do you do when, you, when you're in a mikvah? You're naked. You're naked. You bend over like a little baby in a fetus, a fetus, in a fetus uh, a position, a fetal position, in amniotic fluid of the mother. You're bent over naked, and that is how a person goes to the mikvah. And then you come out as a fresh baby ready for the world to conquer the world. A baby's born, it's like, yes! Mazel tov, a baby's born. Yom Kippur is, yes, mazel tov. It's one of the reasons we have the Suda. We learned about it. One of the reasons you have the Suda, Erev Yom Kippur, is because really we're supposed to be having a party on Yom Kippur. Really we're supposed to be like, yeah, I'm free. I could be me. I could be me. And you know what's funny? Just like Purim, nobody's looking at anybody on Yom Kippur. No one's judging anybody on Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur, you guys, you can have anyone who's in Uman. You feel that when you're in Uman for Rosh Hashanah. There's like sort of this feeling of just like, who cares? Who cares about anything? No one cares how I dress. No one cares. Yom Kippur is like the same thing. Everyone's either just trying to get the day over with, blah, 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 like we're fasting. We're all in the same boat. Well, it's just like Purim. 
Purim no one cares. I don't even know if that's the guy. This guy is dressed up like this. I could just be me. That's Yom Kippur. Now the question is, as Avram Yaakov says, so why do we not tap into that? Why? Because we don't tap into that. We got to try and tap into that. We got to try and understand that that's what my life is. I want my life to be free. I want to be free. I want to be someone who can live. I want to, after Yom Kippur, to be able to say what I want to say. I want to be able to feel what I want to feel. I want to connect to the way I want to connect. And if I want to change my life and learn more and daven more and be more connected and stop giving in to my desires and get more control over my life, then this is the time that I can access that. You can access that on Yom Kippur. Okay, you did. I know you waited. Thank you for your patience. Uh, Rebbe said that on Yom Kippur you go back to your like original self. Yes. To, yes. Why not Tumtum Aleph? It goes away from Yom Kippur? Yes, 100%. First of all, the Yetzirah does it. I don't know if you guys, right? You guys remember the Gemara. The Gemara says Yom, the Yetzirah does not exist on okay, Yom Kippur. He's not, he's not, oh, oh, oh. So how come a person still see, see, it's funny. We like to even reject this. Because we don't want to even believe that it could be that a person is totally, totally cleansed on Yom Kippur. We don't want to believe it. It means you still have, um, you still have your guk from, from your past on, on, that stays with you. So to answer your question, Didya, no, that leaves. The only thing that could happen is after Yom Kippur, it's one of the pshatim why we say al-chait and we say slachlanu, matzi Yom Kippur, is because we don't really believe that we are totally forgiven and we have to say slachlanu Hashem that we are, I'm sorry that I thought that I'm not totally forgiven. But yes, Yedidya. Matz- Yes, it transfers to Matzah Yom Kippur. Matzah Yom Kippur, well, there's a Shiloh if it's whether Matzah Yom Kippur, right? They ask a Shiloh if a person dies. The day you want to die, right? Right? We should all live to 120 and live a long, long, amazing life. Amen. Is go, but, but a day you would want to die would be right after Yom Kippur. It's a great way to yeah, cleanse. Guy dies the day before Yom Kippur, he's screwed. Well, well, no. The day before Yom Kippur is also pretty good because you had Rosh Hashanah, Sirius, May Chuva. Probably the day like before Elul, the day before like that, is probably pretty bad. Pretty bad, but whatever. It's, uh, the, the, point is, the point is, a person dies on Yom Kippur is a great thing. It's a great thing to die on Yom Kippur. But they talk about, this is just um, parenthetical, this is more a different type of shear. They talk about when on Yom Kippur. Because it says, Itzumay Shalyoy Machaper. The day of Yom Kippur is Machaper. Does it happen right after Yom Kippur ends? Everyone's cleansed? Is it the morning? Is it the nighttime? So some people say if a person dies the night of Yom Kippur, it's not as good as if he dies the end of Yom Kippur. But it doesn't matter. The point is, anytime, the, the point is, right? No one should die Yom Kippur. The point is, is that, is that Yom Kippur is so powerful. Yom Kippur is so powerful that it literally, literally, literally cleanses. And everybody holds this, by the way. Everybody holds this. This is not, this is not a Breslov uh, Hasidish you know, tale, fairy tale, like, oh, well, they believe that you're forgiven, but we believe that you have to learn Torah. No, no, no. This is, this is a fact from the Rambam, from everyone. A person is forgiven. The only Shiloh people ask is, let's, let's say you have a guy who Bedavka is eating a chira. I've heard that. Oh, let's say a guy goes ahead and he's Bedavka goes to McDonald's on Yom Kippur and he, blah, blah, blah. So I just say parenthetically, if that guy Bedavka goes to McDonald's, Bedavka on Yom Kippur, he's for sure forgiven. You know why? Because he is so connected to Yom Kippur. 
right? A guy who goes ahead and he forgets, right? It's true. A guy who goes, right? A, a rebel. You guys, you guys are out of high school already, at least a year. This is second year and up. So I could say this. A guy who's a rebel is really still very connected to whatever he's rebelling against. Sorry to ruin anyone's party, but that's the way it works. Anyone who's rebelling against something is very, very connected to that which he's rebelling. Because otherwise, why are you rebelling? Just let go, right? Just let go. Oh, I can't let go. Oh, because your umbilical cord, you guys know what an umbilical cord is, is very, very attached still to mommy. So since you're still attached to mommy or your umbilical cord is attached to daddy, nothing with gender issues, but you know what I mean, right? So you're, you're connected, whatever it is, you are connected still to mommy and daddy, and that's why you're rebelling. But the point is, what's the shot? The point is, is that a person who is able, right? A person who is able to go ahead and he's able to say, oh, that's what I was saying. So even a guy who's sitting there on Yom Kippur, who's sitting there on Yom Kippur and he's not fasting, and he's not this, he's not that, but he's part of the Jewish people. He's part of the Jewish people. He is totally, totally, totally forgiven. For sure, anyone here who's in yeshiva, anybody who's in yeshiva, Anyone who's in this campus on Yom Kippur is totally, totally, totally forgiven. Now, I'm sorry to ruin it for you guys because sometimes this ruins it. I'll get to you in a second, Ben. It, it sometimes ruins it for somebody because, like, as long as I can hold on to my dirt and as long as I can hold on to my masks, then I'm safe and I'm in control. Sometimes we don't want to be free. Sometimes, right, it's like the, the person who's in jail. A lot of times you have people who get let out of jail and then they always end up back in jail. And you're like, what, what are you doing? Some people need to be in a controlled environment because they really have no control over their life. So they'd rather be, right, it's the old sorry to be so me when I'm saying this. I'm not sorry, but, you know, the certainty of misery. I'd rather be controlled, miserable than free. Sometimes you don't want to be free. I want someone to tell me what to do. A lot of times people look, they go after Rebbeim. Sometimes people love Rebbeim. Rebbe, tell me what. Some people, some people sometimes get frustrated with me. Rabbi Fisher, how come you don't tell me? How come you're not telling me? I want a Rebbe who's going to tell me exactly what to do. And know what I say? I say, you run away from that. You might need that in eighth grade. You might, oh, Elisha. You might need that in eighth grade. You might need that in high school. But you want to get to a point in life where I don't want anyone to tell me what to do. I could ask for guidance. I could ask for advice. I could hear it. But ultimately, I want to be free to be independent and to make my own decisions. I don't want to be someone who is... Uh, I spoke to someone the other day. It was funny. I spoke to someone the other day. He's, uh, I don't want to get into details because it doesn't matter who he is. But uh, he was saying, uh, I have this Rebbe and that Rebbe. and I have this Rebbe, Rebbe, Rebbe. I said, no, stop just S-H-U-T up with the Rebbe thing. Stop with the Rebbe thing. You, you, need to, you need to understand yourself. Let God be your Rebbe. What does that mean? What does that mean? It means, it means you got to trust yourself. you got to know who you are. Doesn't mean you can't have rebellion. Doesn't mean you can't have people guide you and teach you Torah and teach you principles of life. But it's learning how to be free and independent. Okay, we had three questions here. Yoni, you had a question? I thought you had a question before. No? Ben? And then Shuki? Um, I think Chaim also. Oh, Chaim also. Thank you. Yeah. Um, we're talking a lot about masks and what's the real news. Right. So of course, on your Kippur, there's no masks and there is that. So right. Technique to discover what is you. 
Right. Because I'm not sure what's the real me and what's not a mask. Great, a great. Mask. That's awesome. So what are the techniques to discover the Great. Great, great, great. So great. I, I love your honesty. I love your honesty and your, you're saying that you don't know the real you. Like I said, my story with my kids, I, I didn't know the real me. Also of the tshuva that I thought that I was supposed to do and the tshuva ended up being something different, right? Uh, discovering you is a lifetime pursuit. Um, discovering Ben is something that's going to take time. You guys are in the beginning of your process of discovering you. My advice to you all, as Ben is saying, um, is, is to use Yom Kippur. Use Yom Kippur as a tool and use Yom Kippur as a day where you can try and reflect. You know, this is one of the things I've been telling everyone. Make a list of the things that you do that you don't like the fact that you do them. Make a list of the things that you don't like about yourself. Make a list of the things that you would wish you could change about yourself. And on Yom Kippur, daven and say, God, I don't want to continue being this type of person. God, I don't want to continue being like this type of person. I want to be like this. I want to be like that. I don't want to be hiding. But it's a lifelong pursuit. Yom Kippur is a day where it's in the air. And God cleanses us and gives us a new start. Uh, tapping in is you have to ask Hashem to help you tap in. I, I'm not sure how to do it. You fast, you, you go to davening, you do whatever you can to try as best as you can. But don't expect to be saying, okay, after this Yom Kippur, now I'm going to be the perfect me that I want to be. You know, you could use Yom Kippur and daven, daven to Hashem to help you become tahar, to be pure, to be honest with yourself, to learn to continue to work on yourself. If you're in this yeshiva, as long as you're in this yeshiva, I could say you're in good and you're in a good place. Right? Once a person leaves this yeshiva, it's very dangerous. But specifically in our yeshiva here, this yeshiva very much forces a person and helps a person really try and be honest because that's what we talk about. That's what we talk about. That's what our culture in this yeshiva is, is about being honest with yourself and trying to be the best you that you can be. So, uh, so, so, yeah. Okay, Chaim, Shoki. Um, I keep hearing, what's yeah. it called? There is no Yitzhahara on Yom Kippur. Correct. Well, not hearing, it's a Gemara. False. What? That, that's false. How is that false? Right, but I'm saying, but the Yitzhahara doesn't, he doesn't work on Yom Kippur. Then how do you still do Oh, okay, good. So that was, I think, someone was asking that question. So why, or you did, you were saying, right? So the reason you do things, you do things, is because there are certain things that the Yetzirah, um, uh let me give you an example. Some people by nature are not angry, by nature. But they grew up in a house when they spilled something, their father got angry or their mother got angry. So by nature, they're not angry, but the reaction to something was built in culturally, right? There's, you guys know the concept of nurture versus nature. You guys heard about that? Nurture versus nature. Meaning, why do people do things? Are they naturally like that? Or is it from the home? So something kind that you learn from other people might be conditioning. It's called conditioning, but it's not the essence of who you are. So, so exactly, exactly, exactly. 
Very good. Good. See, I see you're thinking. All right, Chaim's learning Torah. Beautiful. That's what happens. He got it. You got it. I didn't even tell you the second part, and you got it because you're thinking. Beautiful. Exactly. Beautiful, Chaim. Beautiful. I like that. Yeah, see, Avram Yaakov's a smart guy, and he didn't even get it. And Chaim got it. Beautiful. Yeah. Meaning, to answer his question? Yeah, that the Nate meaning you could have things that you're naturally not like, but your culture forces you to be that just socially, but it's more external than internal. So because you've been doing something for so long. Exactly. See, I told you he's a smart guy. He got it, but he got it the second time around. Exactly. Say that. That was that's a whole different conversation. But Shia, yes. Say that loud for everyone to hear. Yes. Did you hear what he said, everyone? No. This is probably the biggest <laughs> secret. This is probably the biggest uh, lie that no one ever... Well, it's the biggest secret, what Shia just said. Say it, Shia. No, you said it came from your... came from your... your, your it came from you, exactly, on the chair, yeah. So that means... So Shia was saying, so that means... I was asking that means that every time you, half the time you do Alveros, it's not necessarily even the Yitzhara, it could just be from habit or from your surroundings. Correct. It's not really you. It's not really you. That's, that's the beauty of us. And that's the, the scary thing of how weak we are. Because a purpose, that's why, that's why I love it. I think I created this concept, I think the first year of this yeshiva, that's why I love the concept of a bobblehead. That's called, that's called a bobblehead. A bobblehead, right? I don't know if they had it, but I remember when it came out. Bobbleheads, what does that mean? You just bounce around, bouncing around like everybody else, bouncing around. And then you don't even know what the heck you're doing. And ultimately, you wouldn't choose to do that. Exactly, Shia. That's what Yom Kippur does. Yom Kippur strips that away. Shuki. Great questions, everybody. I'm very impressed with these uh, good questions here. Yeah. Very on the ball. Yeah. Habit, that's not me. Right. But the Itzahara is me? Yes. That's, that's part of it? Sure. Or is that like the external? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Inside. When Adam Rishon was Choteh, it became part of, part of us. Well, he did an Avera. When Adam Rishon was Choteh, this gets into a different conversation about how, what, what happened back when Adam Rishon ate, right? It wasn't an apple, by the way. He did not eat an apple, right? When he ate whatever he ate, it's a machok, is what he ate, but no one holds he ate an apple, even though that's what they, they draw in the cartoons. He did not eat an apple, but whatever it is, right? When, whatever he ate, whether it was uh, grapes or, or uh, dates or uh, figs or wheat or I think the fifth one was uh, uh, esrog, right? So, so, um, so whatever it is, the, the, the ba- battle of life is that the Yitzhara then went inside of me where now I can't distinguish with what's me and what's not me. The Grah speaks about, yeah? It's still, it's still not me. I'm on the show. Okay, good, right. That's all right. Correct, right? But yeah, but it's very intertwined. Correct. We can't get in touch with our Neshama. Uh, also, okay. another, yeah. Another, another question. Yeah. Um, you said that if somebody Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's, he's more connected to it. Right, right, right. Like, just for fact, like, if I understood it correctly, yeah. like, he's so, like, with the fact that right. he's going to be purified, it doesn't, it doesn't phase him at all. No, no, I was saying he's reb
Oh, that's how you look at it? Oh, no. Right, right. Oh, on a specific day, he's so connected to it. Right, exactly. He may not be working in the way. Right, 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 exactly. No, no, I was just saying, I was just saying that as a side point. I was saying it was a side point. Right, right. I meant it as a side point. Okay, bottom line, yes, I have Yaakov, and then we'll wrap up. Beautiful, yes, yes. Number one. Yeah, that was the rebellious thing. Because why is he picking, why is he marking on his calendar, Yom Kippur, to, for me to go to McDonald's? I dafka want to go to McDonald's and I want to do an Avera on Yom Kippur. Like, it's so meaningful in the other way. So I'm saying this thing, the guy who's rebelling, he thinks he's running away from whatever he's rebelling. Meanwhile, he's so connected to his rebellion. That's all I'm saying. Whatever he's rebelling against, that's why he, he's... Yeah. Um, what was Yedidia saying? Um, what was that word you used? I don't know. Tim What does that mean? It just means that you have inside <laughs> your... sins of the past? Is that... Yes. And, and is that like similar to like inner negative beliefs we have about ourselves from the past? Yes. So that's all gone on Yom Kippur. Yes, there's a cleansing process you, you, that happens. As I won't have these thoughts about like myself. <laughs> I won't have any inner negative beliefs no, you might, but you might have that because you have, not you, but the person, exactly. Not because, in essence, it's, it's uh, new and fresh. And third, yeah. what are we doing on Yom Kippur? What is the goal, purpose, what is like, right. just, just, just be, Just be in Yom Kippur, whether it means if you can fast, you fast. Meaning, just don't run. Just don't go to don't go to televi- Don't go to the beach. Why? Why? So go to the beach. <laughs> no, I'm saying if you want. No, I'm saying if you're asking how to tap in. So it's being be tap in. We're gonna. We're an Orthodox school, and we follow the the code of law given from Joseph Cairo, who told us how to do things on on the Day of Atonement. So, in order to tap into something, you have to open up the, the, guide, the guidebook, and you have to read what to do. For not being ourselves. Not being connected to, to the truth. Well, you don't even have to do that. The day itself, the day itself... What's the difference? You're saying... Then why be here? Why not go to the beach and tell right, so that's what I'm telling you. So that's what I'm telling you. Because, because, so first of all, yeah. Right, first of all, yes, that is true. Meaning if you could connect in a different place to Yom Kippur, in a different place, that's fine. Yom Kippur means connecting with myself. Connecting with yourself, connecting to God. and then do whatever I like. Right, okay, so that's a separate question. So that's where Rabbi Yosef Karo and Orthodox Judaism, and that's a whole separate conversation that I could teach you about. Of There are four... Here, how about this? Oh, I want to have... You know, okay, now they have Dropbox where you could, I don't know, how, what's that called? Uh, where you can, Air not Dropbox, Dropbox, AirDrop, where you could be in a, you know, in the ocean or whatever it is, you could do it. But I'm saying, I want service over here. Well, the antennas aren't there. Well, I want to do what I want to do, which is a separate discussion. There's Rebiose Caro and Anche Knezza Godola, they knew the Kohen Gadol, they knew how to set up Yom Kippur. We don't know how to set up Yom Kippur, we know how to watch Netflix. We don't know how to set up Yom Kippur. Set up Yom Kippur means set up. Set up, be able to connect. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Good question. Yeah. Yes. 
Avi and then one. Where does fasting come into all this? Okay, so fasting, good question. Fasting is biblical. Fasting is v'inisim, it's not shosechem. It says in the Torah that you fast, and, and that's it. It's a mitzvah d'oraisa, meaning why do we fast? So, why v'inisim, why are you supposed to... Right, right, so one of the things, right, so the basic, just to answer Avi's question, the fasting and not wearing leather and not being physical with one's wife and not eating or drinking or showering basically comes, right, anointing, right, all comes from the fact that we are so holy and we're so disconnected. That's why we take off our shoes. It's not so much you take off your shoes because you're wearing leather. The reason, one of the reasons you take off your shoes is because of holiness. In the base of Migdash, not, not because it's comfortable. It's because in the base of Migdash, Right? There was a, it's a whole question of the disconnect between the ground, which is cursed, and man, which is, um, is not supposed to be connected to curse. But on Yom Kippur, everything, everywhere where he walks is holy. Every place a person walks is holy. The holiness of the day tells us, I don't need anything physical. Nothing to do with punishment, nothing to do with afflictions. People, I just want to say this, very important what Avi's bringing up. Fasting on Yom Kippur, not wearing leather, not uh, um, eating, drinking, and doing anything physical has nothing to do with punishment, affliction, and tshuva. <clears throat> nothing to do with that. It has to do with the fact that we are so holy that we're so not at all. We spend one day pure holiness. We have zero connection to this world. We are so godly. We're so pure. We're so holy. Nothing to do with anything else. Yeah, Shalom, and then we'll wrap up. Yes. Or Shimmy, yeah, go. Uh, wait up, Malcolm, yeah. Um, I, yes. I came a little late, so I don't know if this was asked. Yes, question. yes, no problem. Um, I have a little of a hard time with Shuba, specifically in the area where you know you have to accept it, and then you regret it, but then you have to say, I will not do it again. Right. I don't want to, like, publicly say what I do out here, but there's a certain thing that I know, right. if not for some hardcore divine intervention, right. I'm probably going to do it again. Right, okay. So then Beautiful, perfect. Well, you said the magic line. Except for with... Divine no, you said hardcore divine intervention. I know. I want to say, I, you need real, serious divine intervention, just like I do. That's, welcome to Yom Kippur. That's as, as hardcore divine intervention it, as it gets. Yom Kippur, God is there with all, uh, you know, electric uh, power. Any movie you've ever watched of, you know, you know, whoever it might be, you know, who has all the power of the universe to zzz, do whatever he's got to do to you. Yom Kippur. So, yes, yes. On a regular Tuesday, December 17th, if you need intervention to change your life, very hard to access. Yom Kippur, the easiest, the amount of electricity, so to speak. I'm just, you know, imagining, uh, sorry for my, uh, um, you know, I'm thinking of uh, Star Wars and, and the Sith. Sorry to be so immature like that. But thinking of like the power that somebody can have, you know, that's from the negative point of view, that power. So on Yom Kippur, God has that power, and all you got to do is tap into that. So someone's going to say, oh, well, how do I tap into that? Talk to him. Talk to him. God, that's what I said before, make a list. If you don't make a list, 
You're, you're halfway away from tapping in. Make a list. Say, I want to change this. I want to change this. God, help me change this list. You're done. You did it. Check, check, check. Done. Done, 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 done. And even if you don't do that, there's such power going on. Good? Beautiful. Yes, I'm Yaakov. Two things. Um, one, I don't know what's flying when I come to shul. I don't know anything about me. I don't understand the word. Great. They have something called interlinearity. They have art scroll. So I told you. I told you. If you're being serious about your question, get a machzer. I'll give you a machzer. You'll get a machzer. They have books about Yom Kippur. You know how to read, thank God. You have a brain. You'll sit down and read about what Yom Kippur is. How the heck are you supposed to know what Yom Kippur is? And I can trust what's in there? Who, who else do you trust? You trust what, what's on the internet? No, I'm asking. Do you? Um, usually not, no. Uh-huh. Who do you trust? What do you trust? Myself, to a little bit of So... If you want to know about Judaism, okay, thank you. So, okay, good. So, okay, great. Okay, okay, good. So, so Armiakov, if you trust me, and I, and I know you trust more people than that, also. But um, um, as a rabbi, and this is what I've been doing for a living, and we're in a Jewish school, right? And I would just tell you that there are other rabbis from way back in the day who could teach me and teach all of us about what Yom Kippur is. You just have to read about it and learn about it because we don't really know much about it. So if, if you want to tap into Yom Kippur, maybe come here for a half hour, 45 minutes, sit down on Yom Kippur. It could be 4 o'clock in the morning. It could be any time. I would say maybe come when there's davening, when every, only because it's nice when everyone's here so you're sort of part of the vibe of what's going on. Open up a book and try and tap in for a half hour, 45 minutes, and then that's it. And try and fast. And that's, that's, that's the best you can do. Even if you sleep all day, it's better to fast and sleep all day, and then you're good to go. Okay. Question, yes. Said the yes. Well, all right, that's a separate conversation for another time. The ground is, is cursed. <laughs> what? You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine, yes. Wait, wait, Michal had a question. He didn't ask anything yet. Yeah. Yeah, please. Right. 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 That. So. So. You are right. The, in, in the Gra, he separates things that we do because we innately have them, versus things that we do not from not innate. But, but you are right. Innately, the Yitzhahara is there. Correct. My point was just more the Yitzhahara on Yom Kippur is more external than internal. It's more. Meaning more, yeah, it's more in the, in the nurture than in the nature, that's all. Obviously, he's there, we're alive. As long as you're alive and you have a body, so he exists also. But, yeah, good point. As far as what I was saying in essence, that's a different conversation we can have another time. In Derech Hashem, he speaks about it. The Gruff speaks about it. Aldiri Kabbalah, they speak about your question, which is true. It's called Shorish Pora Rosh And last week's parsha, that two weeks ago, is that a person, in essence, what I was telling Shuki, has the Yitzhara in him even when he's born. Correct. That's what you mean, right? Right, right. But as far as your nature... People have more raw nature than others. People, 
People have, in essence, more of that Ra within them. Yeah, Yadija, and then we'll, we'll uh, wrap up. I'm only capable of either not using my phone or fasting. Which one's more common? Which, what, one more time? Let's say I'm only capable of either keeping, like, either using my phone and fast, and using my phone and being able to fast. You use your phone and fast, yeah. Right. Use your phone. Yeah, of course. Fast. Yeah. Yeah. One's Doraisa, so probably. One's probably Durabanan. Yeah, that's all. And and for anyone who that's a real anyone who that's a real real dilemma, I would challenge anyone. I, I'd be willing to figure out a way that you give your phone also. I, I would I would I'd pay someone to to do that. If that's the issue. I'm sure anyone for the right amount of price would uh, not do their phone. Yes. I don't think mainly like me personally. I don't think yeah. it's mainly my phone. It's more about like next generation. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to get into phones. Right. Right. Uh, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> try as best you can. Try as best. God, Hashem loves you and and understands you. He. he it's, Try as best as you can. The key is try and fast, try and tap in as best as you can. Hashem's not trying to get you and say, ah, you didn't listen to it. You know, Hashem loves you. Okay, got, yeah, yeah, Shai. Which one's worse, the doing of because the are hard, or doing of because of the nurture? Whatever is easier for you is worse. Nurture is probably impossible. Yeah, meaning whatever, meaning whatever you, I'm sorry, let me say it better. Whatever is easier for you to not do when you do it is worse. Meaning anything that's very hard for you that you can't control, Hashem understands that. Right, whatever it is, yeah, yes, uh, yeah, yes. The more harder it is, it's usually nature. Leg- it's called legacy, their legacy. Their legacy, someone who has stuff, my father has it, my grandfather has it, my gra- those are much harder things to get rid of, of course. Just like you look a certain way. You can't change the way you look. Why do you look? You probably look like your mother, father, grandfather. It's in the genes a little bit. So too, certain personality things that we have are, are in the genes as well. Okay, beautiful. You had something? Okay, Hashem should help us all to feel the beauty and the love and the holiness and the tahara of the day. Shkosh, everybody.